and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, On Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. This week, we're talking about gaming over the holidays in 2020. That is, during the pandemic. The CDC has recommended we not travel to see our families. So can online gaming or games that are easy to play over Zoom these holiday season feel more normal? Or are we just going to have to play solitaire while eating turkey cold cuts for Thanksgiving? That got bleak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but first, thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, and the Gift of Games and Grays Lake. Also, thanks to our newest patron, John Williams, who is in our live audience right now. Thanks, John. Um, and thanks to all of our other patrons as well. We should just play like a Jurassic Park sting right there. <laughs> I am not doing any editing like that. Plus, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, I get in trouble or something. Um, yeah, so... How how is everyone? How is the thing? Okay, I can I can sing it. There you go. Um, my son calls it the dinosaur music and insists that I put it on for him, He's like not just wrong. the soundtrack of Jurassic Park. And he has like a toy squirt gun that he then like stalks around our house shooting dinosaurs with, and I'm like, like. A lot of kids, it's like, oh, I want to be a paleontologist. It's like, no, my kid wants to be a dinosaur murderer. Is that <laughs> a career path my he son can wants pursue? To be a dinosaur hunter. <laughs> so, kitties, kitties, kids, a, a year exactly. Let's go to um, tour off. Plus or minus a week. <laughs> Older than, than mine. Um, yeah, mine's at play the hamster dance song so I can spin around in circles until I get too dizzy and fall down. The Which. That one? Yep, <laughs> that one yes. from, the, from the Disney uh, um, Robin Hood. I, Way back I in the radio Disney days, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just from the '90s. I don't know. No, it's from All Disney. I know it's is... from Disney's Robin Hood with the fox. I think it's, it's like really? from the '70s. Absolutely, it's like a remix of it. Yeah. Some, some... Well, whatever it is, I love it, and I love that he just spins around in circles. He'll just grab my phone, hold it, and spin around in circles until he gets dizzy and falls down. My child does the uh, Six Flags commercials from the 90s with the old man dancing, that song. He's a, he's a big fan of running in circles to that one. Ah, kids these days. I was really expecting Fletcher to sing that one, too. He's laying me down. <laughs> <laughs> Fletcher, you're supposed to sing all this stuff for us. I, I don't know that one. Yeah, I... Oh, that one. That's the Venga Bus song. Yep. Yes, that song. It, it is, Six to me, the Six Flags commercial. Yeah. yeah with, with the creepy old man dancing. Uh-huh. That's my kid's favorite. <laughs> and he just runs in circles. So Fletcher just posted the Wikipedia to Hamster Dance. I am not clicking on that because... Oh, I'm clicking I, on it right now. It, the internet was the Forget 90s. this podcast. It's definitely from... Um, the 70s uh, Robin Hood. Disney. So where I know it from is in college, there was a website that just had an animated GIF. And yes, it's GIF, not Jeff. I don't care what the designer or the creator said as it is. An animated GIF of a hamster dancing, do-do-do-do-do, with that just playing on yep. loop with a MIDI. Yes, the hamster dance I... was one of the earliest internet memes created in 1998 by Canadian art student Deirdre LeCarte as a GeoCities page. The <laughs> dance features rows of animated hamsters and other rodents dancing in various ways to a sped up sample from the song Whistle Stop, written and performed by Roger Miller for the 1973 Walt Disney production film Robin Hood. Hell yeah. And this is why we don't put links in chat because Kitty gets distracted. <laughs> Everybody needed to know this pertinent information. Actually, to be honest, I found it fascinating i just really needed to make fun of you at the same time that's just what i'm saying. here for <laughs> See, i knew it from the movie first and when i saw the like in 1998 i was um, middle school and that we website love that movie <laughs> yeah i was like this sounds like the song from robin hood but like sped up and high pitch and with uh, now new I hamster-based have... lyrics now i have to go back and watch robin hood again hiss you're never um, around when i need you <laughs> so to talk about games for a second because i so shut up and sit down this week did a review of eclipse second dawn for the galaxy as listeners know is on my top 10 list of games i would bring to a desert island or mars or wherever um and they raved about it 
Whatever we named that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was called. Tis a wizard pig. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Just mumble. But they raved about it. So now I hit number one on the board game geek hotness. And I just feel justified because now people love it as much as I do. So we played it again yesterday. Um, I think we played something wrong and we have to play it again again. But it was still fun. Even playing something (laughs) wrong, we still had a great time. Uh, So, yeah. But now I've gotten into this 4X thing, 4X space games. So Twilight Imperium, Eclipse. Zaya, which is a fantastic game, which I haven't played in like two years, which I'm going to pull down the shelf and make um, Sydney play with me. And then I pulled down Star Trek Ascension, which the first time I played it, it was a three-hour game that took us about six and a half hours. And I want to play it again just so I can rate all four of these games. But um, yeah, that's a lot of my life. And we're not allowed to do that because, you know, it's a pandemic. So we did. we're going to do this episode today. <laughs> which is <laughs> so i mean what do you guys normally do for thanksgiving that you're not doing this year travel okay what are you doing this year instead not traveling <laughs> all right so you guys are you you and carmen just literally just hunkering down with the dog and being like eh. uh so her aunt um from uh, michigan is gonna come by but that's it so it's gonna be me carmen and carmen's aunt and the dog what about you kitty um, we live just down the street from my parents, so we've been in the same quarantine bubble with them and my sister. Uh, so we're just doing dinner at their house, which is pretty normal. We usually have more guests that come, but it's not too far off from our regular Thanksgiving activities. So I normally travel to Michigan, where I meet up with my, I call them my holiday family, but they're really like the family I chose to have. Um, my real family doesn't actually listen to this podcast, so... They won't take offense. But uh, but yeah, I won't be going this year. Um, that is, oh, let's see, the grandparents and six brothers and sisters plus me. So that's seven, all married with kids. I don't know. It's just a huge, huge gathering. And Becca's two and a half months old at this point. And although I don't have any concern that we would bring anything there, it's just too many people to put all in one place because you never know right like mostly it's people who don't have symptoms are the ones that are most likely to spread it so we're gonna sit at home um we are doing thanksgiving with sydney's parents because they are also in our quarantine bubble uh they wanted to host thanksgiving so they will be catering because sydney's mom (laughs) and dad do not cook anything for themselves um i think microwave popcorn i think they've done that once (laughs) um but that's the extent. Ouch. So I will be making... Speaking <laughs> of people who don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> exactly. Sick burn. So I, w- I will be making sweet potatoes, and I think everything else is coming from a Jewish deli. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll be fine. Hey, you know it'll be good. <laughs> exactly. I'm making those um, rolls that you get at the Brazilian steakhouse with the cheese in them. Oh, those sound I'm delicious. really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and really actually, Kitty and I, our, our families, were supposed to hang out next weekend we were gonna like have a little play date but we even decided to like yeah no we probably shouldn't do that it just it's not a good idea even though don't pop we're the bubble. in our own little quarantine bubbles yeah but spencer's you guys are going to see spencer's mom and yeah we just don't want to introduce any additional risk into no. into that yeah we're being careful yeah so this week i'm like you know something i think we've been doing the pandemic been doing the pandemic I think that's a good <laughs> thing right i don't know pandemicing we've been pandemicing for is it 10 months now since march. march right uh, middle march. of march for me yeah so i guess eight months eight months if i'm doing math <laughs> katie's using her fingers so we're, we're doing there. the pandemic uh, and we're so also doing the math <laughs> doing the math so eight months now and at the beginning it was kind of a i don't know i don't want to i don't want to belittle anything about it because it's been nothing but terrible for most people but at the beginning it was like a novelty right it's like oh i have to work from home and oh look at all these zoom hangouts and and happy hours i mean you're like it was kind of it's gonna sound bad but it was like kind of fun to just be like at home especially if you don't mind like the homebody lifestyle for a little while but now it's It's like like yeah i'm totally power goes out like the first night the power goes out you're like, oh, let's light the candles. We're going to, it's like being old fashioned. We'll read books, you know? But then, you know, two days later, you're like, 
all of the meat in my freezer is getting tossed. I can't do anything. Like it, j- it stops being like, there's like a window of like, oh, how unique this minor disaster is that it feels fun and magical sort of. And then that yeah. wears off. <laughs> and then they cancel the holidays. And that's where we're yeah. at today. Yeah. Like, so yeah. CDC's like, uh, ring, 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 ring. That's a telephone for the younger groups. That's what telephones used to sound like. <laughs> um, for, for the modern, it's, it it's was attached to the wall. Actually, it's not even a phone. Your phone didn't ring. The CDC sent a mass text message to everyone saying, Hey, Thanksgiving's canceled. And they actually also, did in Illinois. Did you get yeah, the alert on your phone? Got, yeah. <laughs> I got an alert on my phone saying, it's like, hey, hey, cut it out, people. <laughs> it's weird. I got an alert yes. on my test because I have a test phone for work. I got an alert on that, but I didn't get an alert on my personal phone. So I don't know what gives. Huh. You you turned off Thanksgiving's canceled alerts. Yeah. I, done, I don't even want to <laughs> know. A, it's, it's in settings. You just got to, you know, do, do a search for it. It's, it's I, I turned it back on. <laughs> Thanksgiving is back on on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> your phone's getting covid <laughs> but i bring that up because at the beginning we were talking about all these online board game sites and how to like do zoom things well i think we're kind of back to a situation where to make the holidays feel sort of normal we need to look at ways of spending time with our family in a remote way and Unless you've been living under a rock, because I really don't pay attention to viral things or video game things or anything like that. You don't pay um, attention to viral things? Uh, well, I, well <laughs> like viral videos and stuff. People are like, oh, this went viral. I'm like, eh, it's not a pandemic viral. It's Poor just choice viral. of words. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Among Us is this game that apparently is taking the world by storm. And there was a board game called Among Us that was released, I don't know, three or four years ago that I played, and it did not get great reviews, and it wasn't great. And I'm like, oh, I guess they must have redone this and somehow made it better in board game f- or in app form, and that's why it's, like, doing really well. It isn't. Um, this is a completely <laughs> different game, unrelated to the super crappy board game called Among Us. Um, <laughs> no offense to the people who made it. It's not... Your, no, your board game's super it's, crappy, no offense. <laughs> all right, I take it back. It's, you made a super crappy board game, but you already know that because it's rated under a six on Board Game Geek with like 12 reviews, which is, is hard to get there because honestly, your mother couldn't give it a 10. Just come on. So we're going to talk about that as a way of kind of connecting with family. In fact, I'm doing this on... <laughs> I just went, ouch. I, all right. I'm not trying to be mean. It's the holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you but... filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going downhill fast. You're in a hole. Um, Stop digging. The, bo- <laughs> the, the video game. <laughs> the video game. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to talk a bit about what we can do over the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, just to kind of have family gatherings that are more casual because honestly, I want to say things like you can go to board game arena and play a game of whatever, right? But when you're hanging out for the holidays, it's usually a little bit more laid back and relaxed than that. So I'm thinking of games that are more laid back and relaxed. And Tarek, Terrence just mentioned Can't Stop, which is a perfect game on board game arena to play with a small group of people, right? It plays, I don't think it only plays up to four people, but it's still kind of fun to be like, Hey, you have a, a cousin that you're not going to see this year or something like that. Let's get together. Among Us is the viral game of the season right now, which plays up to 10 people. And a lot of people are describing this as mafia slash werewolf in app form, which we'll talk about a little bit. Kitty's the only one of us that have played it. I've done some research on it and I have a schedule to play it with eight friends on Friday. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, and then, obviously, we've been talking about playing D&D um, over Zoom. And I'm thinking, like, I would happily run a one-shot D&D campaign for, you know, my nieces and nephews to, like, hey, log on to Zoom, spend a couple hours hanging out, having just a fun time chatting and, and doing something that says, pay attention to what's going on here and let's share an experience. So that's enough of me talking. I think I talked for, like, six minutes straight. I'll check the audio. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Thoughts, Something ideas. new and different for our <laughs> podcast. Uh, you know. All right, Kitty, you're up. 
I'm up. Yeah, say I, words. What? <laughs> um, so am I just talking about what I I I, I missed the segue? Did was there a question? I don't know what's happening. You're a professional. You should be able to pick this up. No, I am not. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, I can say something. Uh, the notes here All for right. Among Us. You wrote Among A M U N G. Among <laughs> Us. <laughs> like a mung bean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Last, one I of spelled, us is a bean. Who is it? I like spelled a give mung. away in our notes with give as give dash away. So uh, or give dash way. Uh, just because I wanted. To. Also, um, we are going to do a giveaway. I've, I'll announce that at the end of the at the end of the show. But Kitty, you have played Among Us. You said yes. with a bunch of twelve year olds, and you said that wasn't weird. So um, tell us why that was. I played weird. it. I I tested it out to play with my youth group. I didn't end up playing with my youth group, but um, I've known about this game for quite some time. And savvy listeners might be, you know, thinking like, "Hey, didn't Kitty tell Chris about this game like several episodes ago?" Let me know. Let me know if this really happened because Chris is gaslighting me again. Um, <laughs> You're gonna have to find the auto because <laughs> I do not remember this. So. Um, I've played this game. It's fun. It reminds me more of something like Burke's Gambit, where there's more mechanical stuff going on, but it's all real time. There's no rounds. There's no like, everyone does this. And then we, you know, everyone's just running around like in a video game. And one person is the imposter, sometimes two person. Two persons, peoples. I'm two persons. Yep. Persons is plural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some there's one or two imposters, and everyone else is a crewmate, and they are trying to complete tasks to fix their broken ship. And the imposters are trying to break the ship and or murder everyone. And the imposters have some special abilities that they can sneak through the vents and do some stuff that the crewmates cannot. And so basically you're trying to figure out who the imposters are. If you're a good guy while you're also trying to fix the ship and you every so often, if somebody calls for a meeting, you can vote to vent or um, throw someone out the airlock. So uh, yeah. Which sounds a lot like werewolf. It is very much like Werewolf, except you have these tasks to complete to repair the spaceship. So everyone's running around completing their tasks, except somebody's tasks are not fixing the ship, they're breaking the ship. And everyone else has to go around behind them, fixing it. And the imposter can chop your head off and make you look like a ham. Yes, that is true. Which is very Thanksgiving-themed in my mind, because ham's a thing you can do for Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) Ham's a thing you can do for any meal. See, there you go. Um, and Terrence is reminding us that if you are killed, then you become a ghost. And ghosts can still go around and fix things. They just can't communicate in any way. In fact, the game has these kind of self-imposed rules where... Yeah, they're having ham. Good for you, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> where when you're running around, you're not supposed to talk to each other. So groups will just like mute their microphone when they're doing that so they don't you know, betray anything by making a <gasps> what or anything like that. Yeah. Because that's not what's supposed to happen. Only when these meetings are called does everyone unmute and then they start talking. And I've watched a few YouTube plays of this and it seems like everyone just starts accusing each other of like, I didn't do it. No, it wasn't me. I was over here. I was over here. And I love all of it. All of it. It's so much like this is Thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving Pretty to sus, me. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, so and it plays fast from what I can maybe fifteen minutes per game if you have like ten maybe. people. Yeah. So I could depends just see on this. how clever you guys are. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they can go pretty quick if you just start, you know, murdering people left and right. So. I have yet to see a game where the imposters didn't win. But again, I've only watched like three or four of them. And I think it's more exciting to watch from the imposter's point of view. So maybe those are the ones that are popping up on YouTube. I would say, you know, you have to warm up to the game. You have to learn how to play both sides and kind of see how it looks from both sides. Because the first time you're the imposter, you're just like, 
I don't know how any of this happened, you know? So if you're the imposter for the first time, you know, you're probably going to get caught because you're going to accidentally do, like, so you can, like, climb through the vents and people see you popping in and out and you're like, oops, you know? <laughs> so only the imposter can, there are certain things that only the imposter can do. So uh, you can accidentally give yourself away by doing yeah. that right in front of somebody if you're not paying attention. Yeah, I did I played one game online with random people without audio, and I went through, I think, two rounds and then got my head chopped off and then just watched other people play, which was fine because all I was trying to do is kind of get used to the mechanics. Um, I think playing with people you know is going to be a lot more fun. And yeah. I'm going to, re- I'll report on this next week as to how it went. We're going to play probably for a couple hours. So Spencer played it with his uh, team at work. This is like their Friday happy hour thing. So they had a lot of fun. Did he enjoy it? He did. He liked it. He cannot remember to call it Among Us. He just calls it imposter. And I'm like, you are officially old now. (laughs) (laughs) The game was the thing. Gotta keep up with the lingo. (laughs) But he really liked it. He had a lot of fun. Uh, I think I could get him to play with a group of friends online too. So maybe we need to set something up. I think that we should set something up with um, not only the three of us, but also anyone who's listening who wants to play. Um, We will set up a time. uh, I see a few hands popping up. We will set up a time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, maybe a couple times, just depending on how it goes, and and play some games. Because it really doesn't take that long to play. It's You download the app. Um, it's $2 on iOS and Android if you don't want ads or it's free if you don't care about the ads, but I'll host. I like the and- way it says it. It's like, Hey, it doesn't tell you like, this is the ad free one. It's like, Hey, we're going to mine your data. <laughs> it's very upfront about what it's up to. <laughs> hey, if you want secrets, pay us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it was this is awesome. Plus, I love it. The, but if the host doesn't have ads, then none of the people who play have ads. So as long as you're hosting it, it's ad free. So don't worry about that. It's a free thing. On Steam, I think it's like five dollars. I don't know. I don't use Steam, but you can play on Steam. And it's all cross platform, so you can play on any of those things that you want. But we will set up a time to do it. I will, um, Kitty and Fletcher will make sure I announce actual times next week <laughs> after we've played it. Um, Fletcher, if you're, well, apparently you're not available Friday night. Otherwise, I was going to invite you because you're the reason we're not playing D&D. Uh, spoiled sport. <laughs> I am um, the reason. Of course, we rescheduled it. And oh, no, there's a football game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spencer's also the reason. Although I'm still thinking, so what we did is we rescheduled it to Sunday night, and everyone's like, yeah, and then Spencer's like, oh, there's a Bears-Packers game. And I'm like, okay, so we're probably still on if the pandemic stops the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So if there's if there's no football game on Sunday night, we'll play D&D. Um, I was available Wednesday, but apparently no one else is. I can do Wednesday. Wednesday, <sighs> Wednesday I have a, well, actually, I might oh, be able to do Wednesday. look whose fault it is now, huh? I fine fine. I'll do Wednesday. Ha. Also, how did the podcast suddenly become a scheduling D D cast? But um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is we, like what real adult gaming sounds like so much of the time. It's true. All right, everyone, pull out your calendar. All right, everybody is. <laughs> this is how we schedule games in IRL. So get three yeah. people on the phone. Yeah. Can you do Friday? No. Sunday, well, yeah, but there's a football game. Wednesday, this is super boring. Everybody listening must be like, "Oh my god, please talk about something else than your scheduling conflicts." If I wanted more scheduling conflicts, I'd go back to work. <laughs> hey, most people are at work when they're listening to this. Let's be honest. Um, well, so more are we of the same. Then? Is, We're supposed to transport work? them. <laughs> so I played a really fun game with my youth group this week, which. Does not, I don't know if you guys will qualify it as like a tabletop game, but um, I had them all pick an object from their house to keep off screen. And then you had to describe it and everyone else tried to draw what you were describing without being able to see what you could see. And you couldn't use words that like, you know, it is a clock with 
a circle face and two <laughs> hands. You know, like you had to use shapes to describe it. So it was really fun. And we ended up with some really hilarious drawings. So were you using uh, the drawing on Zoom or is like people are drawing and then showing it to the camera? No, we all had our own pieces of paper. So we we didn't really need a time limit because it's pretty quick to describe. Um so everyone was drawing and listening and we could all see each other kind of like laughing at what we were drawing. And then the person would say, okay, now I'm done describing. We'd all hold up our drawings and then the person would hold up the object and we'd see who came in any way close. Yeah. My drawings are There's all downstairs. Game- I'd show you some great pictures. <laughs> <laughs> There's a game that's very similar to that. And I wish I could remember the name, but it's, and actually there's a couple different, uh, ways I've heard this described. So you take blocks and you build a shape and then you describe it from one angle and then other people are describing it from other angles. So you're basically looking at it from four different sides and people are describing what they're seeing and then you need to basically sketch out what that is. Um, I think it's also used for ESP tests and those type of things. Uh, but <laughs> Extra sensory perception? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? I'm just saying that, you know, uh, it's a triangle with a square underneath it. And then from a different angle, it doesn't look like a square. It's a cylinder. I don't know. Um, I'm making all this up as I go along, but I'm writing it down (laughs) because I think this will be my first Kickstarter game inspired by. Are you a psychic? You take the test and find out. (laughs) That's a great tagline. I'm writing that down, too. (laughs) Ten weird tricks to find out if you're a psychic. (laughs) Uh, you know something? Real journalists write those things. No, no I mean, real journalist writes that. I'm sure they think of themselves the, as real journalists. It's entry level. Kitty is showing us pictures of these things. Uh, wait a minute. Is that all the same thing being described? No. So over here is um, a pair of headphones. What? All right, so I'm going to describe <laughs> what Kitty is pointing at because she doesn't realize we're on a podcast. Oh, my God. So what she's pointing at is a rat with a... a <laughs> it looks cord, like a like computer a, a mouse plug that, that plugs into the wall. <laughs> yes. A computer mouse that plugs into the wall with two circles and then two broken stilt legs that end in other circles. And and that was headphones, you said? Yeah, this is headphones That's, over here. Okay, so um, that was pretty close. Down the here, other there, one, we've got some bananas so next, hugging. No, no. The next one is a snake eating its tail if its tail <laughs> opened up and yeah. there were three teeth inside of it what is that supposed to be that's a dolphin and what that's a dolphin what <laughs> it was a, it was one of those like dolphin moldoramas <laughs> so it was like there's like a wave with a dolphin leaping out of it. <laughs> all right oh so our 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 holiday giveaway this year is going to be cool um and you're making me want to describe something and have people draw in what we describe. And that's how you enter the contest. I'm you, not going to do, you gonna see do this, that. this uh, kind of heart-shaped squiggle? I, it got cut off, but it's a trombone. It, it looks like what you wrote is trombone, which is a great instrument that I would love to play the trombone. <laughs> the trombone. <laughs> We're not here to judge my handwriting. <laughs> All right. Well, and and so what Kitty has really emphasized here is how much you should join us live because then you can see these things. You're only um, getting half the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is great podcasting. That's Mondays, eight thirty Central, not Eastern. You'll be an hour early if you're on the Eastern side. And let's face it, if you're in California, you understand Pacific time zone. Nobody is in that zone, but. Actually, Pacific's not too bad because there's a lot of people there. It's the mountain time zone that everyone's like, Ooh. Nobody talks about the mountain. It just gets skipped. No one talks. Yeah, it's like, when it, what, mountain? There's a mountain? Yeah, there's like 20 <laughs> people in the mountain time zone. And I've offended all of them just now. But <laughs> it's, time zones should Table be abolished. Tabletop talk at gmail.com. <laughs> time zone should be abolished? No. Time zones should be abolished. It is. It is. I a can give you right daylight now. savings time, but time well, zones are important. Yeah. Okay. So two two things. We're gonna go off on a tangent here. I'm checking the time. We're gonna. It'll be a three minute tangent. Daylight saving time should be abolished. Hundred percent agree. There's a like. There's like Done. one good reason for it, and it's not a good enough for all of the bad reasons. Yeah. Two time zones. 
were created. I think I don't know if we talked about it here or not, but, but because of the train schedules, yes, were getting people were confused. So in order to make the trains run on a normal schedule, they had to create time zones so the trains could actually say we're going to be here at twelve twenty two, and it was the same twelve twenty two in every time zone. Now that said, today did you know that all airlines run on universal time? They don't run on time zone time. If you just went everything universal time, then there would be no confusion for time zones. All right, that was my one minute rant. You guys have two minutes to rebut. So I mean, what you're you can't, what I you're advocating is like time zones still exist. It like <laughs> UTC time zones are all or it's not time zones. I guess it's all like. Chicago runs on UTC minus six, you know, like it. Yeah, I don't understand because you still have time zones. No, no, no. You would get rid of all you of them. It would just it always just runs be... on a 24 hour clock. Yeah. It just time becomes meaningless yeah. day or night it is no it longer would... associated with the same numbers place to place. It would be like 1 a.m. right now, but it'd be 1 a.m. Everywhere. everywhere. Uh, yeah. every, and, but... and our 1 a.m. would be different than your 1 a.m., but it'd still be 1 a.m. I think you lose something important culturally of being able to say the stroke of midnight and have it be creepy everywhere. Yeah. And I like. Because if you say the stroke of midnight and it means (laughs) 9 a.m., that's not creepy. Also, it's like, do you work nine to five? It's like, well, I understand what you mean, but no, not technically. (laughs) It's like, here we work four to 11. Or, you know, what, whatever it is. Yeah. I think well, that's, that... And that's exactly what it would be. And I'm I'm not really against time zones. I kind of am okay with them, except I live in Chicago. And I spent most of my life growing up in Michigan, which is on the western side of the eastern time zone, which means everything stays light an hour longer. In Chicago, which is the eastern side of the central time zone, it gets dark at 4.30. I don't like that. Daylight savings time yeah, would fix it a little bit. but the sun comes up so early. <laughs> it's not as good. my son will tell you when he comes in and says, Mom, it's morning already. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I don't like the sun <laughs> in the morning. All right. But we've we've that's been three minutes. We are no longer talking about time zone. Let's go back to talking about games for the holidays. So Among Us is one game. What else are you guys? Well, I mean, Kitty, you're going to play Wingspan. Uh, you actually, have I've been playing more Azul recently and we don't have the newest expansion for wingspan yet which will revitalize its table presence but uh we'll probably play some wingspan too at some point but my mom is still really into azul it's her new fave from her birthday (laughs) not that i'm just the best daughter ever for giving it to her but she's already planning how many games we can get in between lunch and dinner if she still has to cook a turkey that's you can make time for it i'm gonna miss Well, maybe I will. So again, we're going to see a smaller Thanksgiving. I think a lot of people are going to probably do something similar where it's not going to be the big Thanksgiving. It's going to be a smaller group, which could be a good way of playing some board games that you've wanted to play for a while, but you can't bring to a big group of people and be like, oh, let's play this four player board game. Because it's not, I mean, board gaming is antisocial. The people playing the game are being social. But they're in their own world. Depends on the game. <laughs> yeah. So I think what I'm going to do, and I was so hard with a toddler and a baby, but I'm going to try to see if I can't get a game snuck in at the end of our Thanksgiving dinner where there's, you know, four of us. It's like, all right, let's try playing this game and see what happens and see if Jackery doesn't eat all the pieces. Um, probably Horrified. Because Horrified is a great game to play. It's a co-op game, movie monsters. Um, Sydney's parents are in their 70s. Sydney's dad is huge into that genre. And we've played it with him once. And I think that the horror genre? that would be a good game. It's not the horror genre, but like the universal monsters genre. Oh, I see. Like, right, so it's like Dr. your Stein, classic Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so he he's really into that. And Sydney's mom will just... She'll play anything because, you know, she just likes to be in, in the mix. Um, so we'll probably, I'm going to try, probably try to pull that out. It's just to see whether or not, we've never tried to play a game when Zachary's alive. A, a I was going to say alive. <laughs> Zachary's awake. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
I'm going to see if he can't, you know, sit on our lap and be entertained by that. Um, so something that I'm kind of missing this year, you know, we haven't done it yet, but we're not going to have as many people and the people that we do have kind of fall into two categories of they don't care one way or the other if we play games or the like people who are very interested and are going to play Wingspan or Azul or some of our other classic, you know, tabletop games that don't, they're not party games. So the party game that we always play for Thanksgiving is either Trivial Pursuit or Catchphrase. And Catchphrase gets a lot of play around this time of year. And I was wondering, do you think you can play Heads Up on Zoom? Um, You can see yourself. So you would have to hide your video, which you can do. There's a setting on there that says hide hide your video. And yes, I think you'd absolutely play it. Because since you don't see yourself, everyone else sees you. Yeah. That yeah. would work great. Um, I'm trying, like, but are you going to be able to, like, read it? Yeah. Well, let's play it right now. Yeah. So when you show us. You need my phone. <laughs> when you showed us those, that picture, it was, text wasn't reversed. Well, that was like a screen share. Oh, Apple. Apple keeps unloading my less frequently used apps. Well, you can turn off that feature. You have to feature. re-download this. I have it's, to it's remember a, to do that. Just do it once. It's right on. It's right next to the um, Thanksgiving's not canceled feature. Yeah. Might as well go do this now. Now we're scheduling things. I'm getting IT support. This is really what being a grown up <laughs> is like, guys. I am literally downloading Heads Up Nobody right now wants. as we speak. I know. It's a race to see who can get theirs loaded first. So, and I've Setting. never played it. I've watched other people play it and I thought it was absurd, but. I'm like, all right. You fine. never played Heads Up? No, I like Catchphrase a lot. Uh oh, this is why am I seeing Ellen DeGeneres? Um, because she's like, the one that did this. It's her game. Yeah, it's her yeah. game. But how do I get to like? It's just it's it's a store. I, she's just. I I not, got this. I've played it before, so. All right. Um. Oh, do I get to click on something? I don't get it. But anyway, so no, but you can tap on it. Uh, how, how does Heads Up work? Well, so there's a phrase or like a person or something like that. And you have to guess you as the person, you're the guesser. You're holding it up to your forehead. See, it's you, hard to read, though. It is hard. And if I can't see, so. Okay. Yeah. You're I can trying see to get me to guess it that. Reads, it reads yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to definitely show it to the camera. All right. And so if I, can you still see? No. Well, now I can't no, see. No, because I have to hide my video. Yeah, you, you hide just, your video, not your you don't turn off your settings. camera. Technical support. And this this is making great <laughs> This is gonna be uh All right, I give up. Not one of our best. <laughs> no. Well, especially when I considering what, what I'm the extra entries for Tabletop Game Talk. Purely mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first episode, stop now. <laughs> Listen to something else. <laughs> Actually, yeah, because it doesn't get better. This is just what it is. This is it. Well, unfortunately, they're kind of like towards the end now. So just power oh, through. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Keep, keep doing it. I haven't even looked. All right. Um, but yes, you could play heads up pretty easily. So wait, so how does this play? You're holding a word to your forehead. So everyone else can see the word on your forehead. Right. Yes. And I, And they're all giving you clues at the same time? Yes. Yes. Okay, so let's play a minute or two of this, because this is actually something people can play along as they're listening, because they are also not seeing the word, and Fletcher and I are going to try to give you clues. I'm going to put a post-it note over myself so I don't have to mess with settings right now. All right. (laughs) So, Kitty is, this is what we call old old school tech. Yeah, what's the category? Um, Let's see. Because there's usually categories like famous people or, you know, (sighs) Should we do just like animals? That's an easy one. Let's do animals, yeah. So what am I not allowed to say? I can't say you possum, You can't say right? that word. The word. Just All the right. word that is on my forehead. Okay. Let me know when you can see the we word. Can, we can see. Get ready. Three, two, one. Possum. Um, this was in Caddyshack. A groundhog. Oh, my God. I'm, no, no, or no. No, gopher. No. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, There's a cartoon see. for These this bothering. It's a bird. That yeah, they bother you right now. Yes. Yes. Teenage Mutant um, Ninja. This. Turtle. <laughs> there you go. Yes. 
Um, you, Every classroom you in fifth grade these, had one of these. Normally it's a you go in a cage. A hamster, a gerbil, bigger, a guinea pig. There you go. Yes. Um, roar. Disney's the lion, tiger, <laughs> the lion. Yes, lion. Um, let's see. Every a small girl horse. wants one. Oh no! <laughs> what was this? A small a pony? horse. Yeah. A bo- yeah. Mine was more sexist. Um, let's see. This is roar in the water. <laughs> a sea lion yep yep <laughs> all right i can see heads up that totally worked on zoom everyone who was listening um my that's post-it how it note worked solution worked great <laughs> <laughs> all right so heads up is added to the list is this even an episode i'm not sure i don't, I don't, know. I don't know i don't know anymore of course, when Sea Lion came up, I thought of like Sea Lioning, which is like the trolling thing. Hey, I thought my roar in the water was just fine. Roar in the water. <laughs> <laughs> is this just the rest of the episode? Somebody yeah, just... else going to do this? So the only thing I will say about Heads Up is that you do have to, I think it comes with like a number of free decks, but you can buy more decks. And so... If you're playing over Zoom, everyone has to have it on their phone. So yeah, it usually pass. you just have one phone that you pass around. Right. But and I will I will say as I opened this, it was like uh it, it's it's really just a store. Like there's just yeah, so many so, things and wants me to spend twenty dollars on this. But you, you don't, don't have, have to, to get an app. There's there's probably a ton of free you just gotta throw a word on the screen. Sort no, you probably um, need this the app. does do instant replay. You need the app. Um, so when you go to the store, if you scroll down, it says like my decks somewhere and yeah, you can do this. I believe in you, Chris. Chris, I know you're new. I know you're new to apps and everything, but I think you can figure it out. I I can figure it out. Christopher Dog just posted. He's like, this episode should be submitted for your annual Dice Tower Network review to see if you get to stay on. (laughs) Tabletop Game Talk is no longer a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. (laughs) But it's not this our fault. It's ours. So what are some other games that you guys normally play? Do we have a trivia game that we can play on the internet? Well, so... I would not play trivia because I don't think trivia is a you game. Hate it. I think trivia it is torture. <laughs> also, if you're on the internet, you can just Google everything if you wanted to. <laughs> exactly. Actually, that would be a great game. Who can Google it faster? That's just you like know, the I most obscure just... questions can ever. Yeah, who can Google? Uh, this is this is a real thing. Like just like the craziest obscure questions, and who can Google? How fast you need to get there? And the questions would have to be pretty good because you can't just have everything go to Wikipedia. Here's your answer. It would have to be something you have to Google. So this was a game. Well, sort of. This was part of a game that I got in my family's grab bag. So every year we do a different theme now because it used to be like everyone drew names and it was just too disorganized. So now every year we do a theme. And one year we did games. Everyone brought a $20 game and then you like opened one and swapped them around and everyone left with a game. And the game I went home with was called Game of Phones. And it was just different tasks that everyone could do on their phone. And some of them were just things like, whoever has the biggest crack in their screen wins this card. But some of them were also things like, whoever can find the most ridiculous product on Amazon fastest, whoever can get a picture of a cat the fastest, and you did these things on your phone and whoever could show it to the person holding the card would win the card with the points. Yeah. I like that. Um, it was a pretty Steve fun just, little party game. I could yeah, see Steve like a uh, playing a Zool over zoom, uh, which I can totally see as long as everyone has a copy of the game. One person's the master and the re- everyone else just has the tiles. So it's like, I pick that one and I'll grab my tiles on my side. That would work. I was thinking of also of like we were saying like trivia games. And I don't know why I just thought of like, I don't even know if this is a game. It's almost like a challenge. You, you have to stay on Wikipedia. You can't use your keyboard. Everybody is on like one topic and you have to get fr- from that topic to another topic by only clicking blue links. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we So you could be on like I mean, lion really and use... you have to get to like sea lion from lion. <laughs> <laughs> um. We play this basically with like IMDb. It's, you know, six degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah, six six degrees of Wikipedia. Yeah, Yeah, six degrees. 
That one would be I, fun. Um, I love it. Also, for- all the Jackbox stuff is yeah. like we've done Jackbox um, with oh, us. Yeah. Like that works too. I have played so much Jackbox. I have to buy the new pack because I know all of the prompts. so i play this with my youth group a whole bunch and the other day the family friendly filter really failed me and they will never let me live that down even though i was not personally responsible jackbox (laughs) was but we've started seriously like we've memorized the prompts for quiplash (laughs) i am not 100 percent sure that i can play family friendly jackbox on many of the different games even though they're completely, you know, they're just left up to you when your own devices. But anything where you have to draw something, sorry. <laughs> um, so Quiplash was the one we were playing, and it's the one where you're like, it gives you a prompt and you fill in the answers. But then the last one is always something a little different. And this was one of the things that was like, use the word given to create a movie title. And the word was balls. <laughs> I had eight 12 to 16 year olds on a call and it was like balls. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. Yep. This is why Jackbox is so much fun. <laughs> did it, did it work out? I, what were some of the titles? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> I, I think I just like crumbled into a ball and died. <laughs> quietly on the floor of my office. It's, it's sort of like code names after dark. If you look at the code names <laughs> after dark or undercovers, I think is what it is. About ninety five percent of the words there are completely innocuous. There's nothing like you. They're everyday words, but just the idea that you're putting yourself into oh, this is adult theme. They all become adultish. It's true because you know I'm sure it got through the family filter because it's not you know a bad prompt you know no. it's just you know if you're trying <laughs> just, to make something funny with balls you're not gonna think about basketballs <laughs> it's, well i mean juggling world series that would be my my things like um you know balls of fire that's that's a pretty good title um um yeah <sighs> hard balls of pool Balling. We need to switch no, topics real quick. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's kind of hard. Uh, Wait, does the word have to be in the title? The word has to be in the title. Dodgeball. Yeah, it's actually kind of hard to come up with a title that yeah. has dodgeball yep. is all I can think of. And and that movie's been done, so I, can, I wouldn't be able to take it. If you can um, dodge actually, rent, that, you can that dodge angry is a good parents talking about their teenagers basketball. saying balls a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good twist on the game too it makes it harder it's like okay here's your word poll and now you have to come up with titles that are pg because that's that's part of the challenge i will say so like you know as the adult playing with the kids i try not to just win all the time um and it makes it easier for me because i do i have the handicap of like i need to keep this you know, not just family appropriate, church appropriate. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, I'm. it's not like it's terribly well, you, hard. but You are trying to set an example easy. for these kids. I am trying to set the example. I am not just trying to be like, You're the adult not in the room. bad. I'm trying to be good. I'm the grown up, you know. Yeah. And so I yeah. set the tone. So I have... A ton of nieces and nephews. Again, my adopted nieces and nephews, but they're still my nieces and nephews. And they're all aging into those teenage years. And they used to be so cute and, you know, childlike. <laughs> and I'm the cool uncle that's not actually related, but also still very cool. And right there, it is difficult for me to play any kind of game with them that could be like lean into that adult area just because. <sighs> I don't know. They look at me in a way where I'm I'm like they don't offend. They'll just kind of be themselves. But I'm like, oh, I should actually be a good example. But also that was really funny. And how do I ride that line? Right. So I, I usually just go with the, that was funny. a Jackbox party game that is really easy to keep family friendly. Gespionage is the best one. 
because you're just guessing basically it, you, there's none there's no drawing there's no coming up with it's not the who's the funniest game which always just devolves into kind of who can be the grossest or whatever <laughs> um, so so that one if anyone's looking for family friendly jackbox that's not hard to keep family friendly gaspionage is my suggestion i think it's part of party pack number two or three i can look at it it's right here on my computer three we yeah i don't actually own any jackbox stuff you have it so because yeah, we always I play it on my stuff yeah <laughs> it's only fair um let's see other games you could potentially play a lot of roll and writes are mm-hmm. easy to play over zoom so if you have a favorite roll and write uh really it just involves pointing the camera at whatever people have to pay attention to now i will say most of the roll and write sheets can be printed out but i have discovered that many people don't have printers these days and because you know they're used to printing things at work and there's you know no work anymore email (laughs) exactly I had to go to a doctor's office and I had to actually sit there and like do the paperwork in the doctor's office. And I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> I have a printer, but everyone comes to me to print stuff. And my printer, I don't know. I think I spent $50 on this printer. It's like 10 years old. It's my most favorite printer ever. It's a portable printer. I never move anywhere, but it's like the size of nothing. And I'm never giving this thing up because it's not wireless. Therefore, it works. Um, (laughs) the, the cartridges are relatively cheap and I can still get them in bulk. So I'm keeping it, but for roll and writes, you would probably want to pick something that doesn't require people print things. Cause again, it's not the nineties anymore where everyone had a printer. Cause that was the thing. It's, you might have to be like, okay, here's your, here's what you need. Maybe if you have a tablet, you can use like, um, you can draw, a PDF reader on a tablet would work um, or a PDF reader on a computer would work as well. So think of it that way. If you can get the sheet where you can say, okay, open this up in, I don't want to say Acrobat, but if you're using Windows, you're probably doing that. If you're on a Mac, you can just use preview and draw on there. That would work. I was trying to think if you could like, no, didn't they even take away Microsoft Paint from us? I don't know. I haven't opened a Windows computer. Well, every once in a while, Sydney makes me look at hers, but it's her work computer, so she doesn't let me do anything with it. Honestly, if you have um, iPhone, you could just do it on your phone using markup on the images. Oh, yeah. You could take a picture of it and then just mark it up. Um, and then you save the markup, and that's that would be your thing. Uh, but again, you want to pick and choose the Roland Rice that work that way. Now, there yeah. are a number... There's a ton of board game ports that you can do this with. I would play Root with anyone online um but i i get the be the vagabond because i love the vagabond um and let's see i've played cartographer but i don't think cartographer has multiplayer i play it a lot but that one i just have to play yourself but that one has pretty cool challenges where everyone has there's one challenge where everyone gets the same things all the time so you could just like play that and see how well you scored and just play it over and over and over. You're getting the same thing all the time. Um, but there's a lot of like online board games where you could do that. But honestly, Yahtzee. Then, you yeah, could always play, play Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Don't play Yahtzee. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not really pushing board games for holiday gaming. I really think the games that are the party games that are designed as those group app activities or group online activities those are the ones you should focus on so my advice is if you're into board games awesome if you can find a board game that you have friends and cousins and family or whatever that are into awesome if you want to just create some 2020 memories for the holidays and you're not hanging out don't tie yourself to just being board games but also do something more than just a zoom call where everyone's trying to figure out if you're on mute or not. (laughs) Do some kind of organized activity, because it will create an interesting memory that you will remember. It's like, remember 2020 where we couldn't get together, but we played that amazing game? What was the one where we were like trying to cut each other's heads off? Like, that's the type of thing (laughs) that's going to be a lasting memory. (laughs) That's a bug Yeah, we're all like little Tic Tacs. (laughs) Yeah, you're all Tic Tacs running around. Like, that's... I, I don't know. I'm... I'm not looking forward to not being able to hang out with my family, but I am looking forward to doing things 
that are memorable with my family, even if it's an hour on Zoom playing some online video game. I'm really looking forward to hanging up hanging out with a small enough number of my family that I can make them play the crew with me finally. Okay. Which is all you need, right? Four people. The trick taking. I think it goes up to five. Yeah, it goes up to five. Yep. Fletcher, what are you looking forward to? Um well I don't think I'm gonna be playing any games, unfortunately, since it's just gonna be the three of us. And I don't think Carmen's aunt really knows or really wants to play any games. <laughs> You're not going to pull out uh, Star Trek Frontiers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I promise it'll only take 12 hours and you won't understand any of it. Let's get it. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. All DM. Dungeons, honestly, you could get away with Dungeons and Dragons because that could be fun regardless yeah, of the Yeah, I guess you're right because I, I just make all the rules. You just make all the rules. It's an improv thing. Um, I like playing by the whose line is it anyway rules. <laughs> Nobody wins. The points don't matter. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This works. All right. Well, let's Terrence get Kingdom on Death to Monster? what we're going to question mark. <laughs> yeah, you can play Kingdom <laughs> Death with them. Um, okay, so this year we're going to do a giveaway, uh, and because I want to make sure that as many people as possible can be included. And I I don't discuss any of the stuff I do with Fletcher and Kitty ahead of time because they're like, eh, Never. whatever, I don't care. <laughs> they're literally like, thumbs up emoji. All right, fine. So I figure I'll just make it up as I go it's along. It's not like I have any um, decision-making power. <laughs> what am I going to be like? No, don't do it. It's all you wrong. You can say like, that's a <gasps> dumb idea. Don't do it. But this is a great idea. So last year, was it last year we did our 250 challenge or the year before? We did a $250 um, board game collection episode either a year or two years ago fletcher i don't know that you were a part of this i think josh was still doing it with us at that time so it was yeah, it does not it sound familiar like, to me yeah although has it have you been with us for two years now or just one about two years i think wow be two years in january i think yeah. this wasn't All right. your first it was like so right that, after new year's resolution yeah so this was you had joined us just after we did this so it's two years now if you go back and look at our 250 fifty dollar challenge i think we called it a challenge or something um what we're gonna do this year is we're gonna give away 250 dollars to start a board game collection uh and we are going to do that and do the actual drawing. I'm looking at a calendar right now, and December doesn't exist on this calendar, apparently. Uh, um, we will do the announcement on December 14th, which is the Monday, and December 14th at, not at 8.30 precisely, we'll probably do it at the end of the episode, but December 14th is where we're going to do this. So, this is what you need to do to enter. If you're a patron, you're already entered. The number of entries you get is equal to the number of dollars that you give us each month. So the higher you pledge, the more entries you get. So that's one Our way. Our $250 game collection is episode 122. 122. From December 18th, 2018. So if you really want to go back and you want to know what a 2018 collection would look like, <laughs> go there. <laughs> um, so yeah, one way to enter. Well, actually, you are already entered if you're a patron. Boom. There you go. You're in. Now, if you want to get 10 entries but you're not a patron and you don't want to pay anything because no purchase necessary. This is just us giving stuff. Leave us an iTunes review and then send me an email saying, hey, I left you an iTunes review. Here's my uh, Apple ID. username. Apple ID. Username, whatever it is. Um, yeah. It has it's to not be actually iTunes your because yeah. it's, no, it's your, whatever your iTunes your username, username is or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of ways to do this. Even if you're on an Android, I think you can still leave an Apple an iTunes review. So I don't know. We're all Apple people, but I'm assuming there's a way to do it. But if you do, that will give you 10 entries. The other way you can get 10 entries is to draw what Kitty's about to describe off camera. But we're going to do that post credits. So <laughs> wait till the end of the credits and Kitty's going to describe something. She's going to spend about 20 seconds describing something off camera. If you draw She's frantically this, looking around like, what am I going to describe? <laughs> I just I turned into a meerkat over here. Like. <laughs> she was not involved in this at all. She has no idea. She had no idea this was coming up. Um, so take draw what she's about to describe. Take a picture of it. Email it to us. Feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. And you will also get 10 entries. And then finally, if you just email us and say, hey, I want to enter, you will get an entry for that as well. Terrence so, says, what if I've already reviewed? Does updating help? Um, 
I don't know. Uh, sure. Go ahead and update your review. If you've already reviewed, then just send me uh just send me your iTunes thing and I will enter you in again. So if you've reviewed already, I don't want to punish you for reviewing early. Just send me your iTunes review and we'll enter you in. So uh, December 14th, like I say, we're going to $250 drawing. This will be for either an Amazon gift card, cool stuff gift card. If you're in another country, just let me know what, what electronic gift card I can get. And that will be how I will deliver your prize. Um, I'll put all of this in the show notes. So if you want to know, hey, what was this that Chris was all talking about? Just look at the show notes. Uh, you can go to the website, tabletopgamingtalk.com. The show notes are there or whatever podcast uh, thing you're listening to. You'll see it there as well. You have, I think, was it three weeks that I'm giving you? 14? Yeah, about three weeks or so. Uh, so all entries need to be in by December 13th. So don't wait. December 13th. And we're going to do a drawing. Uh, anything else that we want to talk about? No. no? <laughs> All right. Cool. In that case, oh, who do I have doing the credits? Um, yeah, I think these are right. Fletcher, you like words. You'll you'll just keep saying those. Okay, I'm gonna make great. Kitty describe something. So <laughs> So despite uh, all this <laughs> <laughs> Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links for Facebook and Twitter are in our show notes. Want to watch us record live? You can find the link in our show notes as well. Comments or questions? Email us at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. If you'd like to be one of these wonderful people, you can find out how by visiting our website, tabletopgametalk.com, and clicking the Support Us link. And there's a link in the show notes, too. Finally, a huge thank you to our current patrons, Adam Harrison, Miles, that's not a knife, Clark. The gift, <laughs> the gift of games, Jason Strong, Joe Lewis, Joe Hoover, sorry, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Jeremy Fisher, Terrence Miltner, Sean Peck, Christopher Dong, Jennifer, Jennifer Ingelbrecht, Brian Arnold, Michael Yanikowski, David Sellers, David Radke, Jason Marks, Ann Reynolds, Christopher Letgo, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verhost, Joe Rackstad, Sahara Wentworth, Weatherman Keith, Paul Raymer, Jimothy, Ben Gary, Matthew Droke, David Rank, Christopher Comstock, Jerry Wong, C. Marie, Justin Willard, Jason Rodney, Cindy Lum, Eric Hoffman, Adrian Dong, Faz Flipham, Eric Silander, Glenn Cotter, John Williams, Sean P. Kelly, Mike Smith, Caleb O'Brien, Don Gilstrap, Aaron Moore, Ron Nelson, Agnes Toth, Charles Peterson, Jesse Wheeler, and Ronald Roy. And thank you to everyone who has ever been a patron. Your support means the world to us. And hopefully we're trying to prove that by giving you money. Um, but if our current <laughs> <laughs> Also, future patrons, anytime you sign up between now and December 13th, that you count. Um, so until next week, keep playing games and having fun. All right, Kitty, you are going to describe something, but first we're going to do a quick summary of the D&D campaign because I think okay. I need to make it very clear that your group is borderline orcicidal. <laughs> okay, so you said, as an NPC, I will pay you for every dead orc. <laughs> and then you what? try to guilt us. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to kill me? This sad, sad orc? What am I going to do? Send them to orc jail? They're orcs. <laughs> orc jail? I think it's jail. <laughs> nope. They was... need special jail. I don't know. <laughs> so for 50 gold pieces, this party will kill anything you aim it at. That's fair. Uh, we will kill any evil creature. All right. They're trying to kill right. us. They're trying to kill us, too. Yes. It's not like we just walked into that cave. And they okay, were going to greet us with tea and crumpets. I just want to describe <laughs> one scene in this game where there's an orc hiding in the corner who was hiding in the corner for the entire combat. The turtle was talking to the orc and a paladin came over with a great axe and sliced his head, or sliced his head off. He's a paladin just... of vengeance. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite scene was when... Uh, Another orc had like dropped its weapon and it was like, please don't kill me. And it was Kitty's turn for initiative. And it's like, and you're like, Kitty, what do you do? And you're like, I cla I cast exploding knife or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be fair, there were two creatures near me and it's a area of effect thing that affected both of them. So, <laughs> All right. Fair enough.
All right, so... Um, I'm not going to feel bad back. for these orcs that have been, like, terrorizing and murdering everyone just because they decided to surrender. That's not how I roll. <laughs> I suppose that's a fair enough thing. We did have a couple glitches, too. Apparently, all of your guys' armor classes were being set to 10 repeatedly, so it made it really easy for them to hit you until I realized what was going is it, on. Is I that why Spencer couldn't hit anything? That. No, Spencer just doesn't Yeah, Spencer know has, roll. like, the worst luck in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so his luck is so bad There's that I literally gave him the luck feat for free. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Now we are to the description because we're already running a little long. We're going to do the description, draw what Kitty is describing. And we're doing this at the very end. So you can just go to the end and back it up like 30 seconds and listen and send me a picture of that. And you will get 10 entries into our contest for $250. Ready? Are you going to time me? Uh, no, you do what, uh, actually, yes, I will time you, ready, and go. Okay, so there is a vertically oriented rectangle at the front, and then there are two smaller vertical rectangles to either side of the initial rectangle. Inside the first rectangle, the top half has a circle inside of it, and then beneath the circle... On either side, there are two cylinders, and in between the cylinders, there are four balls suspended from a rod. Above the circle part of the rectangle, the the top shape is kind of like a stretched out hexagon, and it has two And time, balls. but you can say one more sentence. <laughs> And there are there's an S shape and a backwards S shape with a bar between them. All right. So that is what you're drawing. I will post the results of the drawings and the source of the drawing um, <laughs> at the end of our next episode. So you have one week to do this because I'm going to make Fletcher do this next week for another <laughs> 10 inches. <laughs> I get more time to prepare. <laughs> exactly. All right. Until next week, I will talk to all of you guys later. Bye.